Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, is. aha. Hey Johnny, how's it going? Pretty good, man. I'm excited. Uh, another day to record a great podcast we have here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it, but I do have some kind of serious news. Oh, really? Uh, it's not great news. Oh, oh no. Um, so, you've seen the movie uh, Hunger Games? Oh, yeah. I love those movies. Okay. They're very good. Well... You know, children killing children. <laughs> yeah, but also there's the hunger part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the part I was pulling off. Oh, okay. All right. I got um, So, I just looked at our Patreon... Funds, uh-huh. uh huh, for my wonderful don- wonderful donors. Yeah, um, and it's there's really only enough money to feed one of us. Okay, yeah. Well, wait, what? So we're gonna have to do our own version of Hunger Games. The loser uh, is off the show forever. The winner gets to eat food from the Patreon donations. Whoa, 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 whoa! Just okay. Let me understand this. Let me wrap my brain around what you're trying to tell me here. Mm-hmm. We have to try to kill each other in order to see who gets to eat. Because of Patreon? Is, is, I mean, is that... Well, a- that was my first idea. I have two uh, sharpened uh, pieces of wood here. I see those, y'all. But my second idea was we're actually going to be covering Spy Hunter for the NES today. Uh-huh. So why don't we just play it, and whoever gets the higher score gets to stay on and eat food from the patrons, and the loser is off the show forever. High score challenge. Uh, well, this is... This is... I don't know how to react to this, I guess... Uh, do I have a choice? I mean, I don't want you to be off the show. I don't want to do the show alone. And I assume you're the same. Yeah. But there's only enough food for one of us to eat from these donations. So it's kind of like we're floating along uh, after our, sh- our ship has sank. And we're running out of food. And we're eyeing each other. And like I think you're like a chicken leg. It's it's like, uh, what's her name, Rose, that kicked off Leonardo DiCaprio from yeah. the boat. She looked him in the eyes and punched him in the face. Right. That's how had, I remember it. Even though she had plenty of room on that stupid piece of driftwood. Right. It's like okay. that. She didn't want to do it. She loved him. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know what? I hate to tell you this, Trevor, but I'm very good oh. at games. Oh. And right. I'm really, really good at getting high scores. Oh, no. So. Well, hey, let's give it a try. I've already got booted up. All right. Well, you go first, then. All right. Don't tell me your score till after I'm done. All right. Press and start. Oh, man. This game's hard. Oh, come on. That is so cheap. Ugh. What? It's a motorcycle. Why did a motorcycle wreck me? It's the size of an ant. I'm dead. Okay. I got my score written down. Okay. All right. My turn. Here we go. Booting up. Boom. Just driving. I'm already wrecked. What the heck? Okay. It's all right. Calm down. All right. Got to concentrate. Got to concentrate. Here we go. And here we go. Uh-huh. Aha. I thought you'd get me, didn't you? You blue car, you. Driving around. Driving around. Bone truck just wrecked me. What's going on here? I don't understand this. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna shoot this. These guns. I might as well just be throwing my bullets at them instead of shooting them out of this stupid car. You know, they're just rubber bullets or something. Okay, yeah, all right. Well, I crashed. I crashed and burned. I got my score written down, Trevor. <laughs> and I hate to tell you, buddy, you're in some deep trouble because this is a fairly high score. Oh, I know. I hate to tell you, my score was. Like, just brace yourself. I'm. You know what? I feel I shouldn't be happy about this because it means you're going off the show. And I never wanted that. I wanted this to be our show as long as it existed. Me too. So this is kind of sad for me. This is almost as sad as Toys R Us closing. Yeah. But here we go. 
Trevor, my score was nineteen thousand and seventy. Wow, that is a, that's a pretty good score. I'm sorry, Trevor. I've already packed your bags here. Uh, I got them all packed up. Can I at least tell you my score? No, we don't need to hear it. I already know that this is not going to be good it's for you. It's uh, 24,525. So your, your bags over there, even you're sleeping what? 24,525. 24,000? 24, yeah. 525. Is that higher than 19,000? Mathematically, it is, yeah. <sighs> Johnny, it's been nice knowing you. <sighs> hey, tell you what. For old time's sake, I've already uh-huh. eaten breakfast today. Okay. Let's have one final episode. All right. Of this podcast. So I guess this is my last episode of Retro Blist. So, inside alert, welcome uh, to Retro Bliss. That's right. Every time I notice Johnny sitting at the desk when we're recording, I'm like, God, do I say something or not? Because if I say something, he's going to hit it a bunch on purpose. What are you talking about? I would, so, I tried to play it off this time. I'm like, oh, we're both hitting the desk. Let's stop hitting the desk. That's not like, that's not and the it still kind didn't of, work. That's not the kind of person I am. That does not work on Johnny. Nope. But what uh, will work, establishment. What will work on this final episode with both of us as your host, <laughs> according to our skit anyways, Yeah, we covered a new game today like we tend to do every week. But this is a Patreon pick game. It is. So if you are part of our uh, Facebook or Instagram pages, you saw I did a little die roll to pick the Patreon pick. And if you want to be a part of that, if you think that for whatever reason in your beautiful mind that, that we're worth uh, supporting financially, and you don't want to see me kicked off because we can only afford to feed one of us. Yeah, uh, then go to our Patreon and be awesome and donate, and you'll get some cool perks out of it. Yep, we basically left you no choice. Apparently, if you don't want us to die, so <laughs> kind of evil if you don't really. Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> we've gone from I didn't even want to start a Patreon because I hate begging for money. Yeah, we've gone from that to like just. Nothing but begging. That's, that's all we do. This whole show is just begging for money. You realize that, right? <laughs> that being said, uh, we cover a new retro game every week. We're a weekly show. America. <laughs> and, uh, hey, let's just go and say, we covered Spy Hunter. That was this week's, or months, I'm sorry, yep. Patreon pick. And I want to give a quick note real quick yep. while I'm thinking about it, because I will forget this. Our next Patreon pick will be later than normal, oh, just yeah. due to scheduling. We're actually going to record uh, two episodes today. We don't normally do that. Yeah. But due to scheduling and stuff, that's just how we have to do it. So it's going to push some things back. Yeah. And we're we're getting closer and closer to episode 100. And we got some special plans for that. That's right. Even leading up to it. So. Right. There's certain things we want to cover leading up to the big 100. Yeah, we want to start hitting some, uh, some major players in the video yeah, game so. uh, market. You're going to see some heavy hitters coming. Yeah. And so for that reason, we'll actually cover two Patreon games in May. That's right. But you're still going to be able to vote in April if you're a patron donor. That's right. Now, so, now we got all that fun stuff out of the way. What we're trying to say is Spy Hunter for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Trevor, when did this game come out? I'm going to guess 1900s. It was the 20th century, 1900s. Yep, I win. 1987. Yep. It was developed by Sunsoft, but of course... It's based on the 1983 arcade game. Right, that's right. By Bally Midway. 
Is it Pally or Bolly? I, I never say anything right. I know. I know who you're talking about, though, but I always just called him Midway because I could pronounce that. Right. Midway's a company I, I kind of love. They made some of the great early arcade games. Yeah. Uh, and Bally, Bolly, however you say it. When I think of them, I think pinball. But, yep. But they're involved with, with arcade games, obviously. And so, 1987, that's not a super early NES game, but it is based on a fairly early arcade game. I kind of feel like your sentence there you were trying to say... Uh, when you were saying it, you knew where you were going, but then you forgot where you were going in the middle yes. of saying it. And then I probably shouldn't have pointed that out to you, but I just felt like I, you needed to know. I mean, I think it's good that, you know, whenever we make mistakes or slip ups <laughs> yeah. on this podcast, we talk about them. I think so. Because we are honest. Yeah. <laughs> Brutally uh, so. And one mistake I made was inviting you uh, to record with me today. That's uh, right. But for the last time. For the last <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> I got to feed myself. <laughs> actually, if you don't know how our Patreon works, Everybody that donates at least five bucks gets to vote on literally any game they want yeah. to, us to play. And if I don't own it, you know, I've got quite a few games here in our recording studio. We, we will try to find a way if it's possible. I've bought games just to cover. Yeah. And if not, we'll find a way to play it. Yeah. But I did actually already own this game. The funny thing is, is Andrew Coed was the patron who picked this game. Yeah, he's gotten two in a row now. And uh, Solomon's Key just the other week was him yeah. too. Which he tried forever to get and yeah. got lucky. And now it's two in a row. So Solomon's Key, we both said was a super, or I thought was a super good game that was yeah. incredibly frustrating and hard. We'll see if things are different today. Yeah, that's a good tease. I don't want to give away my feelings just yet. Yeah. So, Trevor, let me go ahead and tell you, you own this game, right? Yeah. I honestly remember playing this game for the Nintendo. Uh-huh. My uncle, if I'm thinking right, had this, and whenever I would go over to his house, I would play this some. So I did have some history with it, uh, but I don't remember... Like, I, yeah. I remember wanting to play it when I was younger, but I don't remember, uh, like, playing it a lot. It wasn't, I've definitely played Mario's and stuff way more than this. You know, I'm the same way, because I'm sure this cart is one I picked up sometime in the last few years. It's, it's a recent pickup for me. Um, but I do remember playing it. I, maybe me and my brother rented it. Maybe, I thought somebody we knew must have owned it, but I don't think it was you. No. So I've played it before, but not much. So I can't say this is going to be a nostalgia-fueled episode. Right, exactly. But we're both obviously were, uh, well aware of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely aware of its arcade. Uh, it, was, it was a fairly popular arcade game. Yeah. So, And if you don't know, it's an overhead, I call it a bump-and-shoot game. Yeah, might as well be. But, and honestly, if you, if you put this down to its bare bones, it's a car. It's a cool car uh, that can uh, shoot, uh, shoot missiles and guns and... And has all kinds of attacks on it. And that in itself, especially when you're a kid, just rings, I want to try this game. I right. mean, even, I mean, one of my favorite shows growing up was Knight Rider. Mm-hmm. And it was all about a car kit that could do all these awesome stuff. So yeah. that's what this reminded me of. Like, I wanted to play a game that made me feel like I was driving kit. And it's, you know, instead of just, you know, your regular racing games, it's got the whole spy thing, which is sort of like a very small sliver of a James Bond movie, like where he's running away in the vehicle, getting yeah. shot at. It's kind of like just that part. At least that's the theme it's going for. Yeah, it's even got that very classic, that's the only, I mean, we haven't gotten to the music yet, but that, uh, well, I might as well wait for that. I'll, yeah. I'll hold well, let's that. start with the graphics. Okay, let's do the graphics Because the music's first. probably more interesting. Yeah. Let's do the graphics first. Good idea. I had it written down too. So, so. it's based on 83 arcade games, right. so it's going to have a simple foundation, and it's an 87 NES game. What was your first thought on how it looks? Serviceable? Is that a good, is that a good word for yeah. it? Uh, I mean, a lot of things were kind of happening on screen. The sense of speed of it, I thought they did a really good job yeah. of that. Like, it really does. When you speed up, 
stuff zooms by quicker graphically and stuff, and they do a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not like there's a like it's going to blow you away graphically to me personally. Mm-hmm. There's better looking Nintendo games. Uh, this this is a theme that for me. This might be recurring for this episode, but I appreciated the graphics a little bit more the longer I played it because it's simple and serviceable is what I would say. But I got to appreciate certain things like, um, well, the sense of speed for sure, but also the there's certain cars you shoot them that actually show a little bit of damage. Yeah. There's certain vehicles that will drive by you and the, the little man will pop out and shoot you with a gun. There are, there are some, to be fair, there are some little cool yeah. details on this game. Uh, and, and I just, I think overall... The only thing that really stands out graphically is your car. Yeah. Like you're saying, it kind of looks like Knight Rider kit just, a little that, bit. It's just what it reminds me of. It's not the same color. Well, it doesn't really look like it. Yeah, but like but just what it can do. It, it's a cool looking vehicle. Yeah, it just can't jump. And the kit can right. jump. It can do sweet jumps. That just made me think of something. I'm going to talk about a different game later. Remind me of that. Okay. So <laughs> I already forgot. All right. Yeah, but I think his the car itself looks cool. Wait, let me write that down. I'm going to take the pen out here. The sense of speed is good. Different location um, works. There's different traffic on the road, different. which we'll get to in gameplay, but it is game. all distinctive. Um, but that's really all to say about the graphics. It's a simple looking game overall. Trevor said this. Trevor. You don't have to talk out loud when you write notes. Frequent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, graphically, I think we're both kind of agreeing on this graphically. Yes. It's serviceable. It's There are little details the, more, the closer you look at it. But, I mean, in all fairness, there are we've covered much better looking Nintendo games than this one. Yeah, I think it's appropriate middle, It's appropriate for 1987. I say it's middle of the road. Is that, yeah. But that's not really knocking it. There's games that look way worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Well, we definitely played some of those. Yeah. So, what about the sounds and the music? Let's do the sound part first because the music is iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say sound wise, it's for Nintendo. It gets the job done. I mean, uh, the bullets kind of sound like bullets. The helicopter sounds awesome. The helicopter yeah, did a really good job. Kind of impressive, with. yeah. Uh, but uh, but that's just kind of okay. What do you think, sound wise? Yeah the the sound to me sounds very old school. I mean, obviously yeah. it is, but it but your car sounds like this. Yes, that's your car. Your car did, that was perfect. That was a perfect representation of that car. Right, it's like, like even if you take Excite Bike, you remember an Excite Bike when your yeah. motorcycle starts? It's like, yeah, it kind of is impressive, <laughs> just like that. Yeah, <laughs> this doesn't have any of that. It's just a very monotone right. whir, and your bullets are basic bullet sounds. Um, and there's not a lot of other sound effects. The little blue car that shoots spikes out of its wheels, that's kind of an ominous sound. It's like cling, yeah, and then you know that car's there beside you. Um, but overall, the sound is like the graphics and that it's serviceable but simple. Yeah, exactly. Except for the music. That's right. That's where this game kind of stands out. It's got really infamous music. or fa- I don't know why I said infamous. Infamous. Famous music. Infamous. And it's, of course, the, who's the one who actually did that originally? I forgot. All I know is it's from the Peter Gunn show. Right. Which I've never watched, but I want to. It's da 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 Which, if I'm not mistaken, was actually done even better in rock and roll racing. It was, yeah. So. It's funny. This theme is famous, but I don't hear anybody talking about Peter Gunn, but it was a show that lasted a lot of seasons. I don't think I ever watched it, but I definitely knew the theme. Uh, I want to watch it But I knew the now. theme because of Rock and Roll Racing and Spy Hard, though. <laughs> yeah, if I'm being honest, it was Rock and Roll Racing. That's yeah. how I knew about it. In fact, I remember growing up, I was like, who's Peter Gunn? I yeah. thought Peter Gunn was the guy who made the song. Yeah. But yeah. But that song is, it was probably more impressive in the arcade because, you know, big sound ships, big speakers and all that. Oh, yeah. But in the NES version, it's cool. And the thing about the NES version, it doesn't play all the time. 
It only plays when you're starting. Or when you're restarting. And when you're restarting. Now. Is that the only times? That's all I remember. Like when you wreck it, yeah. you pop back out of your truck. But other than that, it's just you and the sounds the cars right. are making. That's all you'll hear. And that's probably good because you don't get yeah. tired of it. In fact, we were both humming it before we started recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I got to say the music is a win because it's simple. But getting that Peter Gunn theme was a brilliant move oh, yeah, uh, for on sure. Midway's part. And it sounds a fairly awesome 8-bit. Yes. So, uh, okay, uh, let's get into the gameplay. That's where this game's going to either ride or die, as they say. Right, and this game is, uh, like I said, it's, it's... She called it a shooting racing game. is totally inaccurate. In fact, I'm just going to say that up front. A good way to not enjoy this game is to go into it expecting it to be a racing shooting game. And I imagine, I might be wrong, but I imagine that's how most kids went into it when this game came out. It's way more of a survival game. It is. What I realized, and I just wrote this down, it finally dawned on me just today, this isn't a racing game. No, this not isn't at all. a shooting game. This nope. is, I don't want to say it's a rhythm game, but it's a intense, focused survival game. Right. Like, I'm trying to think of what to compare it to. Um, I, I don't even know what to compare it to, but it's, you almost have to get in the zone and focus on sort of the screen itself and what's coming up ahead and not worry so much about the shooting part. Um I guess it's a traditional arcade game in that way. Kind of like Centipede's not really a... It's not a game about destroying a centipede. It's, you know, about timing and shooting and... I don't know where I'm going with this argument. Save me. <laughs> I... I've been, Ever since I played this recently, this week, I've been struggling with it. And the reason <laughs> that I've been struggling with it is... Like a canker sore in your mouth? Yeah. Okay. Is... Uh, I really like Andrew. I think he's a good guy. I like him a lot. I actually would even go as far as consider him a pal. And he's definitely a patron who picked this game. Right. Uh, so that's where I'm going with this. Oh, okay. Uh, he picked this game and he picked Solomon's Key. Both, <laughs> if I'm being fair and honest, are both very solid games. But they got to be some of the most frustrating games of all time. <laughs> and I do not understand, for the life of me, of why any child would want to play either of these games and have a nice, awesome childhood. I hope he did. I pray he did. <laughs> but I don't get it. And I also don't get is I assume, I think he does like us. But sometimes <laughs> I question that. When he makes us play games like Solomon's Key, which I would actually go back and play and try again before, I'm just going to give it away, before I go back and play this. Because this game is beyond frustrating. Now, we've already kind of given away what kind of game it is. Mm-hmm. And I think most people already know the at least have seen this game being played. It's really famous. It's very mm-hmm. famous. And I get that. I get its history. I do, 100%. But that, I, it's been a long time since I've been this frustrated right out the gate. I mean, literally right out the gate. Uh, I've, I got blown up by uh, motorcycles. Uh, I got blown up by... I mean, sometimes it was my own ignorance because I just was trying to go fast and not paying yeah. attention. But uh, there were plenty of times where I had no choice in it and I was just murdered, straight up, just straight up murdered by my... Sometimes by my own flipping truck uh, that would just murder me for no reason. I had nowhere to go. One time, because when w- this game will go, sometimes it'll split the roads. It'll be a fork mm-hmm. in the road. And you got to go... You pick which way you want to go. But if you go, right, let's say you go right instead of left, then the game will shift, the screen will shift that way, mm-hmm. so that left part kind of just disappears. Mm-hmm. And whoever's on that left part, though, blows up. Mm-hmm. One time, my truck uh, was right there at that bend. My truck put me on the left side, though, I was going right, and I just blew up. I didn't have any choice in it. Didn't have zero choice. <laughs> just happened. Now, I get that in our lives, Trevor, especially me and you, that we're just rapidly hurtling towards the end. But this game, 
<laughs> this game just really brought home to me. Just I just don't need this sort of frustration in my life. <laughs> don't need it. Now, I will say to be positive about this game, because oh, I just oh. destroyed it. I know that. <laughs> but to be positive about this game, I did want to beat your score. Because we did, honestly, those scores we gave earlier in the skit, those were our real yeah. top scores. Which is not impressive. Mine not 20, impressive at all. 24,525. And which... there are definitely people who are way, way, oh, yeah. way, way better at this game than we are. Who've gotten way, way farther. I know Andrew actually said that, I can't remember how far he got, but he got, I would assume he got way farther than we did. I want to ask on Facebook what everybody's high score is. We probably don't want to know, though. I, I'm really curious. I'm curious. But I'm really bad at it. And to the point where I'm very open and honest that that does affect how much I enjoy a game if I'm mm-hmm. not good at it. But this one, there were so many uh, crashes that I had zero control over that really, really uh, burned my tailpipes, as they like to say. But in all fairness, we did keep playing it, and we did want to keep trying to top each other's scores. <laughs> However, we had to write those scores down because this game doesn't... I never, ever saw it give me a screen of the top scores going up and down, which for a game that wants you to get a top score, and it's the only reason to play it, that's the only reason for replay value, you would think it would show that. But no, I never saw it, unless unless your game was just bugging out. So from Johnny's rant there... Yeah, sorry about that. I'm there's gonna... two very true things I want to point out. Okay. The first is the thing he just said... This game really is, don't go into it thinking it's a racing game. It's a high score game. You just survive as long as you can and get a high score. Almost more like, I don't know, like a Space Invaders or a... I can't think of a good thing to compare this to. So I don't... I'm going to have a weird comparison. Pac-Man. That comes to my mind too, because you're just trying to get clear as long as you can. I guess. I don't know. You're trying to stay alive. It's a true classic arcade game in that sense. The difference would be, uh, this one, you get... Your score keeps adding up the longer you're alive, and there are there are different color cars. All the blue ones are bad guys. Well, I was gonna let, before we get into all okay. that, I'm gonna lose my point completely. Two things Johnny said were true. <laughs> the flow of this episode is amazing. Yeah. Uh, not really a racing game. Uh, it's see, so you already lost it. Yeah. It's uh, not really a racing game. Yes, high score. It's all about high score. Why in the world is the NES version not? Now I realize there's not a battery pack. But it should at least list the top 10 scores until you turn it off. We played other games that have top 10 scores. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Nintendo games. Of all games to not have a screen that shows you for this play session the top scores, this one should have that. Yeah, at least for the time when you turn it on until you turn it off. So that's my, my uh, when, I, when we start talking more about gameplay, my opinion might be a little different than Johnny's. But that I'll say <laughs> is just a flaw. That should be in there. Because we had to write our scores down because we have no memories. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's hilarious and true is the truck that's supposed to help you give you your weapons, it will hunt you down and murder you yes. if you don't go in the truck and you're, get your weapons. You're taking those weapons one way yes. or the other. Buy my weapons. Yeah. And so that's like unintentional comedy gold. Yeah. Like you you got a weapons truck, you're supposed to drive in, it, yes. it gives you a helpful weapon. That's great. That's nice. But if you're like, <laughs> I don't feel like it right now, I'm just going to go on past it. Yeah, I blew my car up many times. It will hunt you down. <laughs> trying to get, get around that truck or get into that truck. Either way. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That being said, go ahead with... Uh, Talk about the different... Okay, yeah. There's different... Yeah. Uh, all the blue cars are enemies. And yes. there's different versions of them. There's a limousine that will eventually start shooting. A guy will pop out and shoot out at you. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a smaller car, just like a sedan or something, uh, that will have the spikes coming out of the wheels. Think Ben-Hur. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then there's... This whole game is basically Ben-Hur, the video game. It kind of is, in a way. Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> Except not at all. <laughs> yep. Except for all the differences. Uh, then uh, then there's the big bulky car that will just push you around. 
and you have and you can sometimes push it around, but it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there? And there's a helicopter, and I'm assuming the farther you go, there might be even more enemies. That's all the yeah. ones I ever saw because that's as far as we got. So based on that, I'll give you if you're a total noob like we were, let me give you a couple hints that made the game more enjoyable to me for all you noobs out there. First of all, for the first, I don't know how long it has a countdown timer. It says 999, but it doesn't take 999 seconds. No. It's like a, a minute, maybe, that you're basically, you're not invincible, but if you die, you just keep coming back unlimited times. Right. But as soon as that timer runs out, if you die one time, you're dead. Which is another cheap thing this game did, but that's beside the point. But what I found out, because I'll be honest, the whole timer thing was weird to me. Like, well, what's the point of the first minute if you can die unlimited number of times? What I found out, and i got to say this made me appreciate the game more, is if you reach 10,000 points in that first uh, countdown timer, then when you start for real, you'll have an extra life. Yeah. So you get two cars instead of one, which in theory makes a big difference. So to me, that's a good thing because it means in that first part where you feel like it's kind of pointless because you can die as many times as you want to. Yeah. You need to go fast so your score racks up higher and not wreck so you can get 10,000 points. That first part where there's a countdown where you kind of have unlimited lives though. Yeah. Beyond reminded me of a certain game that we played that you went on a rant about because it gave you so many lives to start with. That was a game called Bubsy, where they give you yeah. so many lives because they know you're going to need them, and it's a cheap way to yeah. kind of kind of make the game even out in a way. Make no mistake about it. I believe the sole reason I'm not going to pull punches either. The sole reason that I've been pulling mine. That's what to be honest. I believe because <laughs> that's out of out of love for Andrew. I might be wrong, <laughs> but I believe the sole reason the countdown timer isn't there is a little thing called cash money. Because this game was designed to eat your quarters, right? for sure. All arcade games, honestly, in the end, are just designed to make as much money as possible. So I believe, and I could be wrong, and if any of the designers of this game are still around, I would love... (laughs) That sounded bad. (laughs) If you're still with us among the living, (laughs) please let me know if I'm wrong. But I feel like the reason that timer is in there is because they tested it out, and kids were crying, and there was gnashing of teeth. Because you pop your quarter in, then you live five seconds, or two seconds. You can die in two seconds. Yeah. Because getting started when your vehicle first starts is the hardest part in a lot of ways. Just like getting up in the morning. Exactly. It's hard to get going. And people are like, I'm not paying a quarter to play for five seconds or two seconds. Let's let's just say this. Let's say that the game started out with giving you three lives or something like that. And the first, with how this game is, within the first two seconds, you could lose all those. So I think this timer was a way of saying, okay, people won't feel cheated because yeah. they'll at least get to play about a minute. I don't remember how the arcade game did it, though. It may have done it different. I think it was the same. I could be dead wrong, though. But it makes sense in that sense of... It makes sense in it that makes sense. sense. Yes, I'm with of you. Of you at least get to play a little bit before you die. So anybody can at least play for a couple minutes. Yeah, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time in Sixth Sense. That's true. But, spoiler alert, uh, Luke Skywalker was dead the whole time in the new movie. <laughs> which I've not seen. <laughs> Anyways. Well, there goes all our fans. Let's just quit. That may or may not be true. I, I slightly dis- I've seen it twice. <laughs> I, if, if it's true, I promise it's just ironic because I've not seen it. Uh, no spoilers from me. But It's very good. I, I enjoyed it. I disagree slightly with Johnny into that timer as a cop-out thing. Because once I realized that in those first invincible seconds, you need to still drive really well. Because you need to hit that 10,000 points to get your free life. Because from what I could tell, if you don't hit 10,000 before your timer runs out, you don't get a free life. Period. So that adds a little strategy to it because I was with you. I'm like, I hate this timer idea because what's the point? Why not just be honest about how hard the game is? 
And I still kind of agree with you on that. But I do like the fact that there's still a little strategy to those first invincible moments. I will give it that it's really cool that it does do that. Yeah. That if you get the 10,000 and you get an extra extra car, that is that is cool. I'm glad they at least added that. But the other thing I was going to ask you, and I'm just throwing this out to our audience too, they have any experience with this game. Are there other ways to earn other cars? I never earned another life. Yeah. I, 24, 525, which is, I know that's pathetic, but that was my high score and I never earned a second life. Only during those first invincible moments. Yeah. I will say, though, if you want to enjoy this game, the first thing is try to hit 10,000 points. The second thing is really don't treat it as a shooting game. Use your bullets wisely. Because what we finally realized is if you hit any of the cars besides the blue ones, which are hit, the enemies. Hit all the friendly. If you hit a friendly car. Your your score stops. Yeah, it pauses. For a few seconds. Yeah. And really, this whole game is about surviving and getting high score. If you even run into a friendly car, you might not even wreck them. There's a couple times where I just kind of bump a car. And did stop it then? And it would stop it then, too. Huh. Because yeah. I slightly bumped one and it didn't stop it. And I was wondering. I bumped a motorcycle when oh. we just played recently. And it, it Well, you probably it. killed the driver if it was a motorcycle. Uh, I'm assuming so. But I was going fairly slow. Um, But anyways, after they scrape him off the road. Yeah. Uh, it's just important to remember, don't shoot all the time. It's a good. Because you need to be focused on the driving. You really do. Yes. But there are, I feel like your main weapon is kind of not very useful most of the time. Sometimes. But the other weapons you get out of the delivery truck, I ended up using to great effect. The ones that the uh, the ones that, that go behind your car. Yes, the smoke in, screen. You gotta be in front of somebody. The oil slick. Uh, and then there's the missile you actually shoot in front of you. The smoke screen and the oil slick, I found really useful. Yes. Because these cars... <laughs> It's a hard game to explain in some ways because it's not it's not a race. You're just trying to survive. You don't really kill, feel like a super cool spy because you're really trying How, to run away from everybody. That's a good question. How is this a spy? <laughs> it's more like you're the convict trying to run away. Yeah. But the cool thing is, if you go as fast as you possibly can, uh, you're going to be up towards the top of the screen and you're going to die. But if you go too slow, not only does your score add up slower... But these blue cars will come up behind you and try to destroy you. Yeah. So you've got to balance it out. You're, uh, I think even Andrew said that one of the best things you can do is kind of stay in the middle as much as possible. Yes, and that's true. Yeah. I think that's true. But the cool thing about these weapons are, from the delivery truck, you can kind of speed in front of the blue cars. you got to like pick your moment to get around them and pass them, which I think is cool. And then like you put a smoke screen down and it wrecks them. And they... yeah, but to be fair, a smoke screen lasts forever and you'll take out all the other cars too. That's true. I think the oil <laughs> slick was better for that reason. Yeah. The smoke screen covers the whole road. And so you're taking out all kinds of pedestrians. So your score isn't adding up. Yeah. Just somebody <laughs> just somebody just going to the store for his wife, pick up some milk and eggs. And this spy's a horrible man. Yes. <laughs> or woman. Yeah. They're, they're killing all kinds of people. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so these weapons you pick up, don't ignore them and use them wisely. Um, because you really, these blue cars will hunt you down and destroy you. Trevor, I was supposed to remind you of a different game later. I don't know when you want uh, that. <laughs> so I said this game is sort of a bump and shoot driving game. Yeah. There's a game called Bump and Jump. Yes. Um, and I was all prepared to go on a whole rant here about how I think that's a more fun game, but I enjoyed this game more and more the more I played it. And I've realized they're, they're very different games, but if you enjoy this game and you want to play a game that maybe is super, super hard too. But maybe he doesn't feel quite as punishing. I don't know. It's still really hard. But I recommend Bump and Jump. And when you said that about Knight Rider, I was like, oh, I bet that's where Bump and Jump came from. Because your car literally jumps in that game. Yeah. It's I'm, a I'm lot like... You yeah. played it? Okay. I know. Of it. I want to cover it sometime on this show. 
but it's it's kind of like Spy Hunter, but take out the weapons and add jumping. Yeah. So that's a cool, like, goofy alternative to this and game. And there's technically a Knight Rider game. There is, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> we'll cover it sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I don't think it's very good. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it is Knight Rider. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, that's it. You can shoot. You press up on the D-pad to go faster. You'll see a little fire coming out of your exhaust pipe if you're at maximum speed. You press down to go slower. The faster you go, the higher your score will add up. The cool thing is you don't have to hold the button to go. It no. just increases or decreases your you speed. You push up or down Yeah, to go up or go, go uh, slower. I think A was your regular gun, or it might have been B, then A. The other one is your special weapon. There's two buttons, and you yeah. have fun with it. Uh, of course, your special weapons are limited, and if you die, even if you have called an extra life, you're going to lose your special weapon. Yep. Eventually, um, helicopters will show up, and I think the missile is the only way to take them out. That's all we ever found. Um, and basically, sort of like uh, Outrun or, Rid- or Rad Racer, the scenery changes a little bit as you drive. Like, you might end up on the beach eventually. Uh, I think sort of a... We didn't really make it this far, but I feel like there's like a desert area. Yeah, there is. I've seen screenshots. And you're just trying to drive as long as you can before you die. This is one of those depressing games, like if you think about it in terms of real life. Because technically, you're going to die. You're not going to survive, and you're just driving as long as you can until you die. Kind of like life. I'm, I'm assuming there's an ending. This game has an ending. Maybe. Maybe it does. <laughs> I assume. I don't know what it is. I mean, kind of like Pac-Man in that regards. That, is there, well, there's not really a true ending, is you there? You just kind of keep going. Yeah, right. Pac-Man you do. So this road, I assume it goes to eternity. It probably does. And eventually you die either way. Which makes its theme of being a spy hunter make even less sense. <laughs> you just can't think about it too much. Yeah, I'm, done, I'm too late. I can't think yeah. of anything else. Why is this game called Spy Hunter? Don't understand it. That's a good point. Spy Hunter. You're not hunting anybody. You're hunting spies. Oh, everybody else is the spy hunter. You're the spy. But somebody who's hunting spies. Should oh, be called I, spy hunters. They're the spy hunters. And we're the spy hunted. Spy Hunted, that's what it should be yeah. called. Spy it doesn't Hunt. sound good, though. Oh, yeah. We changed the name. This game is now called Forever and Ever Spy Hunted. Whew. I guess we're ready for our final scores. Yeah. I am struggling with this part, so I want you to go first. <laughs> well, I want you to be honest, so as long as this doesn't uh, I, no, affect I want, your score. I want to hear your part. I want to be open and honest, but I'm also going to listen to what you have to say. And maybe that will make me think about things. That's why I want you to go first. I think I'm going to kind of blow you away, because I didn't tr- totally give away my true feelings. I played this game a little bit, uh, it was yesterday or the day before, in preparation for the show, and more or less, by the end of it, my feelings were identical to everything Johnny said, but I did want to keep coming back to it, and the thing that finally clicked for me is, wait a minute, I've been playing this all wrong, this isn't a driving, I mean it's a driving game, but you almost want to focus on the screen up above your car. You've almost got to get in a trance. I don't know how to put it. Like you've got to get intensely focused. Like uh, uh, F-Zero. Maybe that's the best example I can think of. F-Zero is one of those racing games that's so fast, you almost have to think ahead a little bit. This is kind of like that. And I started to enjoy it more. Now, granted, my high score is pathetic, but it's a lot, my high score yesterday was like 17,000 and something. And now it's almost 25. So just in one day, I improved quite a bit. And I respect a game where I can play it more and get better at it. So, I appreciate it a heck of a lot more than I did for that reason. I think what will ruin this game for you or me or anybody that plays it is if they go into it expecting it to be a racing shooting game. It just, it's a good way to die if you treat it that way. Although it's technically true. Here's the thing. I think this is a perfect 1980s arcade game. 
The question is, is it a perfect 1980s Nintendo console game? Because here's the thing, the the difficulty isn't really what bothers me, it's how fast you die. It's the fact that you can die in five seconds flat from the time you start. It's the fact that just getting started is kind of the hardest part. Um, and that's what frustrated me is how quick you can die. I mean, we got 10 game over screens probably just in the while we were playing it here. Like, you die so quick. I don't know that it's ideal as a console game because it doesn't save your high scores. It actually doesn't even display them once you go back to the title screen. And that's it. Like, it's like, boom, 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 boom. Your turns are so quick. I'm just going to be honest. I think this is a great arcade game because I really... Should I mention it again? Like that platformer that I mention all the time, <laughs> you can really get in the zone. It almost becomes... It transcends the simplistic gameplay. I almost, almost got to that point with this game. And I love that. I can't tell you how much I love that. So as an arcade game, oh man, I would seek this thing out if I saw it. But as a $50 or whatever it cost when it was new console game, I'm not sure that I wouldn't have felt a little let down by this game. However, it doesn't cost $50 now. It's a pretty inexpensive game. So as an NES game in 2018, how does it hold up? Don't be distracted by my notes. I'm trying to remember yeah. stuff you said. I'll tell you one thing. My score, if we didn't play this game today, if my experience yesterday was my only experience, my score's changed a lot. So let's start out a five is average. Let's start out with a five, and I'm going to do my little, <laughs> my algebraic formula. I like to spend a lot of time on the actual review part, because that's what I enjoy. I get it. Um, nobody else does. That's fine. No, so, I get it. Go ahead. Start off with a five. Take away a full point for the just ultra-quick deaths that do, I think, are overkill. I think it's overkill, no pun intended. So that puts it to a four. At a point, because I realized, oh, wait, the opening like minute where you don't die is not pointless. You need to rush to get 10,000 points. That adds some thought, some strategy even. So we're at a five. The Peter Gum thing. Peter Gum. Pretty Gum. The Pretty Gum thing. Pretty Gum thing. <laughs> That's a pretty gum you got. That puts it to a... F- that was weird. That is creepy. That puts, <laughs> puts it to a five and a half. Yep. And then just the almost zen-like, although frustrating zen-like, <laughs> mode you can get into bumps it up again for me. Gosh. Ah. There's a number that keeps coming to my head. You're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm going to do it. I got to tell you, I, this game can't get super high marks because it's so simple that you can't play it for more than like 10 minutes at a time. So I think it actually fits more in the arcade than it does on the NES. That's my whole point. I think it's a better arcade game than a console game. Although the NES port is very solid. But you're probably going to boot me off the show. I can't remember. I'm That's right. my last one. <laughs> I kind of, in the last moments, I kind of got addicted to this game. I got a bad feeling where you're going to go with this score. It's so simple. I don't know if this score is crazy. I'm doing it. Do it. Just do it. Do what you feel. Seven out of ten. Oh, my God. Seven out of ten. It's final. It's the, it's the sole retro bliss opinion that matters because you're booted off the show. I brutally disagree with your score. Now I want to hear your rebuttal. <laughs> okay. All right. you, okay. Don't take as long as I did. That was too long. All right. I do have a note. I re- you said you compared this to a certain platformer that you play a lot. And I think just how you were feeling about it. Yeah. Okay. I will say you said something in there that really struck me, and that's why I took this note down. I remember when we covered Donkey Kong Country, and 
Uh, and this is just obviously not blowing anybody away, but Donkey Kong Country is way better than this game. Even oh, yeah. Would, I mean, it's not even close. But I get I, I understood why you were trying to compare it. However, in Donkey Kong Country, uh, most, I would say, for me, and you probably have your, this number higher, for me, most of the times that were that I would die, uh, I would say over 90% easily for me were my own doing. Because that game is so precise. And it I doesn't guarantee, feel as cheap. Right. Yeah. Okay. However, this game just <laughs> takes that cheapness and just says, hey, <laughs> all the time. I died so many times that I had zero control over. And I'm very brutally honest when I when it's my fault. And I will say, yeah, I was I was ignorant or I was stupid or I just wasn't paying attention. And there were times that, that that did happen, to be fair to this game. But there were plenty of times where I had zero choice in my outcome there. It felt unfair. It, very unfair. <laughs> this may be one of the more unfair games we've ever covered, in my opinion. It's devious on how much it wants your quarters. Yes. But that doesn't work because this is on the Nintendo. This is not in the arcade anymore. True. And your point of this being a much better arcade game than a Nintendo game, I will, agree with, I will definitely have to agree with you there. I don't ever remember playing this in the arcade. I just remember seeing it there. But I'd have to agree with you. I, I can mm-hmm. definitely see that. I mean, the arcades are designed to eat quarters. That's why they make those games to make money. Right. Okay. I cannot knock this game for how it looks. It looks fine. It's serviceable. I cannot knock this game for how it sounds. The sounds are fine. The music is, is really, really good. I'll give the music just for a little... I mean, it's very short, but I'll give it about a .5 for that, too. I agree with you on there. That was a, that was really great for this game, to, to keep that little theme in there. Uh, I was beyond frustrated with this game. I've had a I've had this score in my mind, and I was struggling with this. A because I want Andrew to keep liking me, <laughs> <laughs> and, and B, I'm very I want a game at the end of the day. At the end of the day, a video game for me personally, and it's subjective, but for me, a game has to be f u n. Fun. I have to enjoy <laughs> playing this game. Out. <laughs> <laughs> fun. I spelled out the word fun. Yes. So, <laughs> I don't know if I had fun playing this. the The difference would be the only time that I really got into it is when you told me your score, and I wanted to try to beat it. Yeah. That part I got. But the fact of the matter is we had to write our own scores down because this game never told us. <laughs> or at least your copy never did, unless something's going on with your copy. I no, don't know. It goes right back to the title screen. I waited around for it to loop. Yeah. Unless you have to wait like five minutes, it never actually displays the scores again after you leave your game. Yeah, which blows my mind. That's mind-blowing It's to very me. strange. So from that aspect, I'm like, oh, why would you... The replay value on this game to me went even lower for that, for that yeah. very reason. The only way I could see me ever playing this again is if you said, hey, let's try to beat each other's score again at some point. Yeah. And I would probably try it again. I will give it that. Yeah. Uh, I like a lot of the concepts in this in this game. The fact that you're trying to... It's a very different type of driving game. Yeah. Like you said, it's not a racing game. And I really respect the fact that they tried something different with this. It's not, It's a more of a survival game. You're just in a car. Mm-hmm. Which, in a way, is really neat. And your car has... Uh, it's almost like a, a Mad Max type of thing, in a way. Yeah. I don't understand why it's called Spy Hunter, and I never hmm. will. But if somebody could explain it to me, that'd be great. Because they wanted it to be a James Bond game, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. Because James Bond was always in cool cars yeah. and stuff like that. That always did real, really cool things. 
So I get that. I mean, even one of his cars even went in the ocean and was doing just fine. Yeah. So which this one did in the arcade? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's a Super Spy Hunter, and I think that's the one where your car will change from time to time. If I'm thinking right, is it on the Super? Oh no, it's on NES. You're right. Yeah, yeah. If I'm thinking right, I yeah. could be wrong on that. But uh, Andrew, I'm uh, I'm sorry, but just like Trevor had to go with his heart and give it a seven. Which I won't knock you for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to feel how we feel. Yeah. And this show would be boring if we agreed on everything. Which we will from now on because it'll just be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't agree with myself all the time. I feel this game is a five. And I'm going to give it a point five because of the theme. I'm giving it a five and a half. Well, that's better than I thought for me. That's slightly above average. Yeah, I would. I think... Just in the realm of a video game history, which me and you both find very important, mm-hmm. I think it's one of those games you have to at least try out once. Yeah, because just even the arcade, it was important for that, mm-hmm. for that, for where it stood. It was fairly popular at one time, uh, and there was supposed to be a movie at some point with The Rock. And I don't think it ever happened, huh? Unless it did, and I just didn't ever see it. That could have happened too. But uh, five and a half, and I feel that's me being very generous. So this is probably the most we've disagreed in a while. Yeah. Because on a pure, like, how much I want to play it again right now, my seven feels low. But I'm going based on the fact that it is so simple. And you really can only play it about ten minutes at a time. I'm just going to be honest. I'd rather just go get something to eat, even though I'm paying for it for myself now. Yeah. <laughs> so, for me, by the way, this game is cheap. Uh, seven, eight bucks. It's still technically Retro Bliss approved, though. Because I think anything over a five for both of us would make it Retro Bliss approved. Yes, because if a five was middle of the road, then anything above that is approved. Yeah, so. Um, for me, this is very approved for the price. For Johnny. How much it, did you say it was? I know it was cheap. I feel like if you see it like in a retro game store, you can get it for about five bucks. But oh, on, yeah, on eBay, it's like seven or eight bucks. Honestly, it's probably worth that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I really like this game, Andrew. I'm going to come back to it. I've had it on my shelf for a couple of years. I thank you for picking it. Because it's kind of like it's working in my brain right now. Like I'm almost almost like a puzzle game. Like I can see the car and the missiles and my death. So <laughs> thank you. And Johnny says no, thank you. I say f u n. That's what I All want. All right. So <laughs> I want fun. Speaking of fun, yeah. Let's play a fun commercial. That's a good idea. I like your idea. Let's run it. We are Nintendo Ultimate TV Game System. We challenge all players. You cannot beat us. Aim your Zappa gun. You cannot beat us. Even with your robot partner. You cannot beat us. Saw one million. You cannot beat us. Discover new worlds. That was a fun commercial. I enjoyed it a lot. But more important than a fun commercial is our fun fans. That's right. It's time for fan feedback. Should head on over to Facebook or I'm Instagram. Go, I'm going to our Facebook or Twitter. You go to our Instagram and 
and follow Lacus. Do your things there because you're going to see. <laughs> follow Lacus. Do, do your things. things. Uh, do your things there. Because uh, that's how you interact with us. And uh, who would want to do that? I mean, listen to how fun we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are, as they say in the olden times, a hoot. Yes. Okay. Uh, you want me to go first or you want to go first? Well, I'll start first with Twitter because I'll be honest, we usually don't get any comments on Twitter. But I believe we that one? we had one. I'll be honest with you. I think maybe I need to re-download Twitter because I it works horrible on my phone. Let's see. I thought like there was a comment on this, but how in the heck do I even see it? <laughs> I mean, how, really? I mean, this is ridiculous. Oh, there we go. Oh, Aaron Hickman. Oh, we know that guy. The artist formerly known as Daya. He's in a, another podcast that covers Genesis games called... Genesis Gems. That's right. Even though we're at war with him, uh, yeah. you should probably check him out at some point. But he says it's such a simple game, but the music was great, and it's very addictive. One of my favorites as a kid. You know, except for the whole kid part, because I didn't really play it then. I agree. It's so simple, but it gets addictive. And uh, Johnny totally agrees. <laughs> yeah, I sure do. <laughs> so thanks, You want me to go Aaron. next? Since yeah. Okay. If you go to Facebook, look up Retro Bliss. Uh, give us a like. Join the fun, positive community there. Uh, we very much appreciate it. And it's growing, I think, slowly, but surely. And we have some awesome people already there, including Andrew, who's the first one to comment on this game. And he should be, since this was his pick. Wouldn't it be funny if he said he hated this game? Yeah. I kind of liked it anyway. <laughs> and he wanted us to, to be punished. And be a true troll then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he didn't say that. He said, I love this game. I had not played it in years until you just until just before I suggested it for you guys on Patreon. It is harder than I remember. Hmm. Uh, this is definitely an ES hard. Oh, yeah. I just don't think my reflexes are quite as strong as they used to be. Let's also be fair there. We kind of mentioned that in, in our tennis episode. <laughs> the older we get, the worse the reflexes are. And you definitely need really good reflexes on this game. Almost like we were better than this than at tennis. I don't know how you judge that, but... And we might have been. Honestly. I didn't feel as incompetent. Side note. The side note. <laughs> I went back to try those tennis games. Yeah. After, after you were gone. Still bad. I still couldn't do it. <laughs> so, that proves it wasn't my cartridge. Nope. Uh, so, uh, uh, <clears throat> I just don't think my reflexes are quite as strong as they used to be. Pro tip, stay as close uh, to the middle of the screen as possible. Top and bottom, uh, at least. And that's definitely for true. For true? That's sure. For true. For true, for sure. Uh, this is another game that I played with. He, I always butcher this guy's name. Little Vado. It was his uh, <laughs> buddy. Uh, hope you guys have fun passing the controller back and forth. Uh, good luck getting that tune out of your head. That's true. That tune is will stick in your head. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Timmy Mac, a.k.a. Trevor Mac, said, A true classic. For I will give it that, honestly. Just for its its place in video game history, mm-hmm. I will give it that. Very generous of you after your dot job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even, if I, even if I didn't personally enjoy something as much as others, I will still recognize it for its place in history. Same yeah. thing with in music and all those kind of things. Because, honestly, at the end of the day, it's all subjective. Yeah. Uh, a true classic. The first time I played it was the arcade version, and it was great. But I was not. <laughs> I got the NES cart when I was younger and still go back to it on occasion. It's a title I've never been great at, but enjoy. Trevor said, uh, Trevor Mac said, I challenge everyone who can play this before the app comes out so you'll understand just how hard it is and that we aren't as incompetent as we sound because it's really hard. Uh, and Trevor uh, was uh, got a response that's really frustrating. So we agreed. Douglas Delecky Jr. said, I love this game. I hear... There was a boat section, but I was never skilled enough to get there. And to be fair, if there was a boat section in this, we never saw it. So maybe there was on this. I don't know. I don't know if there is in the NES version. He goes, I got to bust out my trusted game, Genie. Another side note. 
a game genie was something I always wanted when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and I was never able to get one. Yeah, I never had one. I probably wouldn't have wanted it because I didn't like to cheat. <laughs> right, I know you would have. Yeah. I just would have liked this. I got a weird fascination with uh, like breaking things, breaking yeah. things. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So uh, Michael Thompson goes. I remember how hard this was, but dang it, it was a lot. It was a ton of fun. I'd love to play it again, but I don't know where I can get a copy of these days. He's in Australia. That's a good point. For yeah. us, this game's a dime a dozen. Yeah, we find it everywhere. But I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about Australia. And Rich VD goes, I never played the NES version, but I used to always play the stand-up arcade version at the Pizza Hut when I was a kid. Our, <laughs> most of a lot of the arcade games that I played was at a Pizza Hut. Yeah, pizza, <laughs> the pizza places are, especially yeah. Pizza Hut, was yeah. known for arcades, really. I'll have to load it up and give the NES version a shot. Steve Nix goes... The most fun with Peter Gunn on the radio until rock and roll racing. I think I agree. If I'm going to compare this to rock and roll racing, sorry, Andrew, rock and roll racing is going to blow us out of the water for me every time. I don't know, Andrew. It just depends if I'm in the mood for. If you're going to give this above rock and roll racing, Zen like experience or a race. No, rock and roll racing is a better game. Okay, thank you. It's it holds up better. But I don't know. Spy Hunter's getting in my brain now, Trevor. If I wanted, for whatever reason, I wanted to go to Instagram. Uh-huh. And I wanted to interact with the, a show called Retro Blist. How would I go about doing this? Well, you'd look for Retro Blist, you would follow us, and you would be happy with yourself. <laughs> and that's what these people did, and they commented about Spy Hunter. And they're very happy, I assume. Yes. MJ's Game Room said he remembers going to the mall. Read it like you're really happy. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give our characters voices, because I feel like we need to spice up this section a little I bit. I agree with you. All right. MJ's Game Room. I've never spoke to to Mr. Mark Clark. We don't know how he sounds, so... Um, I remember going to the mall with my friend and buying this game. When GameStop was selling Nintendo for dirt cheap. So, I'm sure that's exactly how he sounds. I bet that's a really good, close representation of his voice. Now, Warp Zone Graphics, our buddy Mike... We've technically had him on the show. We had, a, we had him on the show, <laughs> and he actually had a really good... Speaking I'm going to be honest, a much better speaking voice than I do. So I'm going to try to sound just like him. All right. Be very dignified. All right. I loved it in the arcade because the cabinet was so cool. It had a dash button that would light up different icons for the oil slick and such, depending on what was equipped. Actually, that's really cool. I got to stop for a second. So he was saying like when you had oil slick, it would light up the dashboard button, show you had oil slick. That's cool. That's awesome. I want to hunt down the arcade version. I don't remember, as I said before, we often would watch people play arcade games, but rarely partake. <laughs> yeah. We I would like to partake now. I think people would, if they just heard little things, they would think we had bad childhoods, but we really didn't. No. Our childhoods were honestly. I love my childhood. We just yeah. didn't spend a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, on the NES, meh, kind of boring and repetitive. And just not the same without a steering wheel. The voice kind of changed, but I still it enjoyed did. it. It's <laughs> like he was hitting maturity as you went on. <laughs> so Chris Scully said, great stuff. Sean CV79 said, Never played it, but I approve of your Lego Dimensions arcade pack with Spy Hunter Vehicle. So if you're on Instagram or Facebook, you would have seen my fancy picture where I included some Spy Hunter Lego along with uh, the game. And, uh... Goes at the end of the day, we're both very cool people. We are. Scalter said... What voice would Scalter have? He has a dignified beard. Um, Christopher Scholes. Let's see. I love this game. Oh, this might be my favorite voice so it's far. kind of like Gandalf. That Peter Gunn song is forever etched into my brain because of it. I remember it being a pretty close port of the arcade version. I had a lot of good times with this one, both at home and in the arcades. Now say, run, you fools. Run, you fools. 
<laughs> so DT Chavez, whoever that guy is. Or you shall not pass. I've also talked to Daniel, so. Yeah, we've we've literally met Daniel in person. <laughs> so, hmm. <laughs> Good luck with this one. Never got the pleasure of playing this, but that, it seems interesting. Daniel, are you here? Can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. He's back in the shower again. It was dead on, wasn't it? That was dead on. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. We had a lot of comments on Spy Hunter. We did. You can tell it's a game a lot of people played. That's right, for sure. Now, Trevor, I think it's time for everybody's favorite part of this show. No, no, not the end of it. Oh, oh. Instead, it's, of course, the Blitz Quiz. go first on rating so i guess that's you all right trevor i went about this route and okay. let's see if you can follow me. <laughs> i'm a little worried i took the word spy mm-hmm. from spy hunter and uh when i was looking up spy hunter i noticed that they tried to make a movie with the rock i brought that up earlier i don't remember if it ever got made i never saw that it was actually ever made but i took that idea and just kind of ran with it and by that i mean I have here, there's, each of your questions is going to be a movie with the word spy in it. you got to guess what the IMDb score of it is. I'll give you a little information about each okay. one, because you may not have heard of each one. Are you going to give me a range, like, to have to get within to get it right? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm not going to break it again. Point okay. 0.5. All of these, right. Point 0.5. So if you're playing along at home, you have to be within point 0.5 and see if you can beat my score. The first movie, Trevor, is uh-huh. called The Spy Next Door. Came Never out, seen it. Came out in 2010, rated PG. Uh... Former CIA spy Bob Ho takes on his toughest assignment to date, looking after his girlfriend's three kids, who haven't exactly warmed to their mom's view. Now, the reason I've seen this movie is because Jackie Chan's in it. Oh, is he the spy next door? He is in this movie. Jackie Chan. Uh, He's the only name I know in this. I would watch it for that. Yeah, Jackie Chan's in it. Uh, What... (laughs) Uh, and I'll give you a little bit of trivia. This will help okay. you out a lot with the score. Towards the beginning of the film, the aerial view of the mall they are in is actually in aerial view of the Potawatomi Bingo and Casino in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wow. So take that and give me what you think of the score. So 34,000 people whoa. have reviewed this movie. So I, gotta be, I have to be within 0.5. Correct. Am I allowed to go over? No. All right. So I can't go over. Yep. So I got to guess slow, but within 0.5. Okay. That's right. I'll be honest, I love Jackie Chan. I think he's amazing. Me and you both do. We're big uh, Jackie Chan nerds. Yes. But I feel like all of his movies like past his like actually like made in China. Yeah. Super hardcore movies. A lot of them aren't as respected critically. <laughs> um, and this is probably in that era when that would be the case. So I'm going to say people rated this movie a 5.3. Trevor Franklin. Yes. Give yourself a point. Oh, yeah. You actually, it was actually a 5.4. Oh, wow. You're crazy close. All right. Your first question. <laughs> My questions are kind of fun this time. Kind of? And I've probably tricky too. This game, of course, was supposed to carry the James Bond theme. Uh, the people that made it, uh, George Gomez actually was the director. Um, and he got his inspiration to make this game. How I'm running this. I'm sorry. All right. How did he get his inspiration to make this game? You remember 
that one time when I was trying to make a question about George Washington or somebody and you yeah. just checked out Yeah, because it took me forever. I've already checked out of this. Right, here's all you need to know. <laughs> okay. George Gomez, how did he get the inspiration to make this game? Spy Hunter. Okay. Was it A, listening to a cassette tape of James Bond film music? Was it B, attending a local screening of From Russia with Love? Or C, meaning Sean Connery at a grocery store? Go with A. Yep, he was listening to a cassette tape of James Bond music, and he decided to make Spy Hunter. Sweet. Sadly, he didn't get the thing, or the license, so he went with Peter Gunn music instead. It's, I think it's a serviceable oh, replacement. One to one. Uh-oh. Trevor, your next movie is a movie called The Spy With My Face. Wow, I don't think I've heard of this one. <laughs> came out in 1965. It's not rated, because it came out before ratings came out. 88 huh. Minutes, it's an adventure comedy slash crime type of film. Uh, Uncle Agents, Napoleon Solo, and I'm not going to say this name correctly, Ilya Kurakin, are sent to the Swiss Alps to find a secret nuclear weapon designed, but Thrush Agents, I'm assuming that's, those are bad guys, kidnap Solo and replace him with a lookalike double. Uh, one of the really fun things to know is uh, this movie first aired on NBC <laughs> at well. 8.30. Tuesday. Maybe that's why it wasn't rated. It was actually on TV. <laughs> Uh, so I, I have to I, I have to come up with the score for a made-for-TV NBC movie from 1965. Yep. Uh, Great. Three, 349 people reviewed this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lord of mercy. So I have to, can't go over. have to be within 0. .5. Yep. 349 people. It could be anything. It could be all people that remembered it and loved it, or people just being jerks like, ah, uh, okay. I want to go kind of in the middle and go 6.5. <sighs> Trevor Franklin. Mm-hmm. You were really close. But I went over. But you went over. Oh. I actually got a six. Okay. So I can actually take the lead on this next question of yours. Your next question is one I like quite a bit. The game Spy Hunter got a pinball machine made after it. Okay. It's really popular. That makes sense. They made a lot of different themes for pinball games. Right. That was in 1984. And it also got an arcade sequel in 1987. Which, by the way, was totally different. It had like a 3D view almost and a cooperative mode. Yeah. But apparently not many people played it. However, which of these statements is not true about the NES sequel, which was called Super Spy Hunter? So, all that was really unneeded information. You just need to know which of these is false about Super Spy Hunter. Gotcha. It was called Battle Formula in Japan. Sunsoft called it Super Spy Hunter in the U.S. to avoid copyright infringement. Sunsoft worked closely with Midway during the development of Super Spy Hunter. Which of these is false? Do you, uh, you want them again? No, I remember. The first one's false. No. Dang it. So, Sunsoft, of course, made the NES version of Spy Hunter. I gotta say, I'm gonna give you a compliment. You did a really good job with those three. <laughs> this, is, this was a tricky thing, and I had to find a way to make it sound tricky, because it's really weird. Because the other, the other two, honestly, sound very legit. Like they, Those could be true. That's why I didn't pick those. You were looking for the false one. You knew that, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm saying those other two... They sound like a good go the way. They sound like they could be true. That's why I didn't pick those. I picked the one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, <sighs> Sunsoft made the NES port of this game. And then they decided, hey, that was pretty cool. Let's make a game that's almost exactly like it, but let's not pay Midway for the license. <laughs> okay, yeah, good idea. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, in Japan, they made it. And they called it uh, Battle Formula. However, to avoid copyright infringement, they decided to get this uh, Spy Hunter license. So it wasn't even a Spy Hunter game, technically. 
Oh, wow. It was called Super Spy Hunter in the U.S. Uh, however, they did not work with Midway at all, so that was false. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They actually did the opposite. They yes. They didn't want to work with them. They, I think they were trying to get out cheaper. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. All right, Trevor. And the year was 1996. A little film by the name of Harriet the Spy came to theaters. It's rated PG. I've also seen this movie because I was a child during that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the gist of this, I don't know if you can hear that, but my stomach's growling. Uh, I'm really hungry. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to rush through yeah. this <laughs> so we can feed ourselves. Uh, Harriet M. Welsh is a spy, but when Harriet's friends find her secret notebook, the tables are turned on her. Mm. Can she win her friends back and still keep going on with the spy business? This starred Michelle Trachtenberg and, uh, I think, yeah, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh. <laughs> Big Rosie fan, huh? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about hunger. I am. <laughs> tri- trivia is Rosie O'Donnell remembers reading Harry the Spy when she was 10 years old. These obviously there were books first. Oh, good for her. When did it come out? <laughs> 1996. All right. How many people rated it? Uh, 8,620. I remember this movie being fairly a big release, huh. though. We're tied right now. At one I to think one. McDonald's even did like a little toy tie-in, if I'm making it right, or one of those restaurants. This is my last chance to beat you, because right now we're tied one to one. That's right. You still have a question left. Yes, and I'm starving. i got to get this right. I want some Chinese food or something. I'm so hungry. All right. I'm going to go <coughs> cough. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to go 6.3 because I believe I will be within 0.5 without going over. Trevor, again, you've no. you've proved your incompetence. You've just barely gone over. Uh, it was actually a 6 out of 10 as well. Good grief. So I, I just got to get this one. People. I just got to get this one. If you get this one right. I'll be honest. When I was a kid, I remember it being just a fun, goofy movie. So. I love this question. I'll be honest with you. Uh, okay. This There's not much about the game itself, but there's some cool pop culture history about Spy Hunter. Gotcha. So which of these is not a true pop cultural reference for Spy Hunter? Gotcha. It was in an episode of Murder, She Wrote called Hit and Run Homicide. <laughs> Will Smith played... I can't even read my own writing. Hold on. <laughs> this sentence doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what am I... Oh, oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. Will Smith played Spy Hunter at a skating rink. In an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air called Fly Spy. <laughs> or C, it was an Easter egg in the first release of Microsoft XL 2000. Which of those is false? Okay. <laughs> this is going to be my guess. And I want this to be yours because if it was yours, I have. So, I'm, I, you know, I already love you. This, like, this would make it like there would never be a better person than you if you thought of this one. Is it the first one? Sadly, that's true. Oh, dang it. I wanted it to be. So I guess so, I'm going to take back everything I just said. So, so I made up. I just totally made up the fact that Will Smith played in Fresh Prince of you know, I knew it was one of the two, honestly. Yeah. Part of me wanted to go with the other one because I'm going to assume you know way more about Will Smith and the Fresh Prince <laughs> than you know about Murder, She Wrote. I probably wouldn't even thought about Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. But yeah. So Fly Spy. <laughs> first one was just such a great thing. Just, just that. Just reading that I one. got more detail about it. Okay, please. So first of all, is Fly Spy a believable episode title for Fresh Prince? I don't remember how episodes were titled. Well, he was like a hip kid. So I figured it made yeah. sense. Anyways, yeah, I made that up. However, it wasn't the actual game was an Easter egg in Microsoft XL 2000. But after this, Microsoft banned Easter eggs in their products. Oh, okay. I well. guess because it probably was unlicensed. Yeah, they don't like Easter eggs. They, uh, they ain't hunting for things. Yes. But not only was it 
featured in an episode of Murder, She Wrote, titled Hit and Run Homicide. But the main character, whose name I can't remember, solved the case while she was playing the game. I want to watch this Because episode. it dawned on her how to solve the case. I want to watch this. I do, too. I want to see this episode. I thought that was amazing. I want to see this episode more than anything. The good news is we tied one to one. I haven't seen Black Panther yet, and I love Marvel movies, and I really want to watch yeah. it. But I, I'm going to put this above Black Panther as my must-watch. So I'm sure this will make us popular. Yeah. I would rather see this episode of Murder, She Wrote <laughs> featuring Spy Hunter than the new Star Wars movie or Black Panther. <laughs> Not because I don't want to see those. I can't believe I haven't seen them yet. We're just saying we want I'm to see this I'm just saying this more. sounds amazing. Yeah. We just want to see this more. Yes. Because <laughs> who doesn't want to watch uh, a senior citizen old woman go around solving murders? <laughs> yes. While playing a 1980s video game. Side note. I've seen some episodes of this show before. I'm really into like murder mysteries right now. I yeah. kind of want to watch it. <laughs> I really want to watch it. It's got to be streaming somewhere. Yeah. I mean, this show's from like the 80s or something. Side note, speaking of murders. <laughs> this has been nothing but side note. This, this has nothing to do with anything. The show's over. You can tune out now if you want speaking to. Speaking of murders. <laughs> yeah, this, you can just turn it off. We're not going to talk about this show anymore. Yeah, Trevor's going to murder me right now. That was his segue. Have you heard about the show? And it was also a book series called Midsummer Murders. No. Oh, okay. Well, I'd always heard about it. I thought it was some show for old ladies. No offense to old ladies or anything. Uh-huh. So I started watching it because I was in the mood. Yeah. I've really been hooked on the show called Death in Paradise. Okay. You should check it out. It's cheesy, but it's so much fun. Netflix doesn't have the next season. I was kind of depressed. Right. So I, was, I checked out Midsummer Murders. It's a, it's a British show from the 90s. It's really dark. Like, every episode is, like, really twisted. Like, it's kind of goofy and 90s, but then it's also kind of dark. That was pointless, mm-hmm. but I just thought you should know that. Okay. Well, I, well, I'm going to go about that. It's not you, like Murder, She Wrote. That's I'm, my point. I'm going to go with what you just said and mm-hmm. say, uh, yesterday, this all happened yesterday. Uh-huh. I finished a series, a new documentary series that was on Netflix, and it was called Wild Wild Country. And it's all about this, uh, just to pull it down, it's all about this cult that moved to a small town in Oregon and kind of took over the town for a little mm-hmm. bit. And it's crazy good. I highly recommend it. It's a really, really good. I mean, I binged it. I couldn't stop watching it. But then I follow that up with this show called Spy Hunter. Uh, no, no, this show called, um, <clears throat> and it just proves how much of an adult and how old and how much of a man I am. I follow that up with a show uh, called Nailed It, which is all about these people trying to make designer cakes and they, <laughs> and they're not good at it. And I laughed way more at that one than I did at the cult one. <laughs> I would make fun of you, but one of my favorite shows that I've discovered this year. Is somebody feed Phil? Yeah, I do love it. You two are on that one, remember? Yeah, it's all about this guy going around eating. We're just old. We're old. I enjoy those shows now. If if like a teenage me had known that this me was watching a show about people trying to make designer cakes, yeah, I would have hated me. But yep. that's just where I'm at now. And that's I off. and I only got one episode left. And guess what? I'm going to watch it. Yep. <laughs> so speaking of awesome things, yep. We it's time for. We, it's time for. We, it's time for. <laughs> Our Patreon. of the show. Patreon shout outs. But first, yes. All these people donated to us on Patreon.com and you're awesome. Very much so. Thank you, Daniel Chavez. Daniel Chavez. Thank you, Michael Thompson. Michael Thompson. Thank you, Timothy McGowan. Timothy McGowan. Andrew Coed. Andrew Coed. I'm going to thank you especially because I've enjoyed and also had high blood pressure from both the games you suggested. I... Enjoy talking to Andrew. Okay. <laughs> Caleb Dixon. Caleb Dixon. Christopher M. Scholes. Christopher M. Scholes. Jason Wilson. Jason. 
Keith uh, Farnham. Wilson. Keith Farnham. That's it. I'm done talking. I'm tired of talking. I'm done. Uh, I'm ready to eat something, to be Johnny, honest with you. Johnny, you got the lower score on Spy Hunter. Yep, so, so this is my last episode. This is your last episode Besides ever. Besides the one we're about to record right after this. Uh, if it makes you feel better, I'm not going to just continue the show without you. Oh, you're going to replace me. I'm going to put a cardboard box in the chair there. That's a good idea. Because it just feels weird sitting here by myself. And also, if I'm being honest, the cardboard box would probably add just as much as I do to the show. It would be a reasonable replacement. I agree. I agree.